Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Football Ramble Preview Show, sponsored by Bet365. It's lovely to have you with us. My name is Marcus Speller, of course, and I'm joined by Jim Campbell. Hello. Luke Moore is here. All right. Pete Donaldson is in a skip somewhere, and he is not here. <laughs> Eating skips. You can't mm, substantiate Very that. literal man. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not focus on the negatives. No. Um, no Pete. But, oh, that's a positive. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Pete. Do you remember skips? I never particularly cared for them. They're still around. We had, we had a big debate a while back about whether a skip is a crisp or not, but that was really dull, so let's not do that again. It is for me. Uh, throwing my hat into that debating ring. Now, let's get on with it, shall we? Liverpool versus Newcastle. Oh, my goodness. The Magpies are, are turning the screw. A big point for them. Rafa's re- return. Rafa's yep. revenge. Gets, a big point for them against Manchester City. He's returning to Anfield. He said about Liverpool, my relationship with them is quite good, so hopefully Liverpool will do me a favour. I wouldn't count on that, Rafa. <laughs> I also don't I think he count. said it in that kind of camp cartoon <laughs> villain voice. But there you go. 
Yeah. I, don't, I mean, this is in many ways, this is, this is the classic fixture of the Premier League era, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. It's impossible it to, to talk four about. 4-3? You think 4-3 Liverpool? Yeah, indeed. What, Keegan holding his... Uh, Keegan, yeah. sorry. Uh, Keegan! Benitez, well, I was saying Keegan was holding his head down by... Uh, the, the holdings, wasn't he? Yeah, Are we going to see Benitez do that? Are we oh, gonna see you're never going to get that slump? out of Rafa. <laughs> no, it's, it's interesting, isn't it? Because Liverpool are in such good form. They, they really look like they can just... Since that Borussia Dortmund result, the, the confidence in them it, it, is visible. They, they look like they're having such a good time just knocking it about, especially at Anfield. And um, I, think, I think Newcastle mm. are going to struggle here. However much they have been you know, a little bit better of late, I think Liverpool are going to have too much for them. That Dortmund result has changed the vibe down at Anfield, Luke. I think, as I said a week or two ago, Klopp is really uh, putting his stamp on this team now. He's also mm. given them a chance to embrace these big games. I'm not suggesting that a home game against Newcastle at this stage of the season is necessarily a big game, mm. but the Dortmund game certainly was. The Everton game we've just, see- just seen where they were fantastic and looked like they really enjoyed themselves yeah. um, certainly was as well. And that's the difference between them under Klopp and under Rodgers. And I, I genuinely think when Klopp gets a full pre-season with that team in the summer yeah. and um, presumably adds a couple of players... Um, they're going to be a force to be reckoned with next season. They really are. It's very hard to see how next season's going to go because a lot of these teams who... who, who, who I mean, the teams who've underperformed, really, Chelsea in a big way, Manchester City, Arsenal... They've Arsenal all... haven't underperformed. They've been entirely <laughs> consistent. <laughs> I was about to say, yeah. Well, if you extend Arsenal to the last 10 years, they've underperformed. But, I mean, yeah. they, they, it's what expected them, I understand. <laughs> but they're, they're all potentially, you'd hope, imp- going to improve. And Liverpool would certainly fit into that bracket. So it's very hard to know wh- who's going to be up there challenging that next season. But just quickly, before you, before you move on, if you did want to bet uh, 4-3 to Liverpool in that game with bet 3 6 one 80 to 1 80 to 1 it's worth a quid <laughs> at least uh, Benitez spoke of his team showing much more of a fighting spirit and that the, the fans had picked up on that and mm. got behind the team a bit more because it's funny that isn't it if the fans see their players Giving, trying giving a bit more yeah. of a damn they will uh, yeah. certainly cheer it's, for them a bit more it's not exactly complicated is it no but but they I mean I couldn't believe they got a point well, I spent. I spent. I mean, could have been more, especially as they went behind. Yeah. I mean, and I, I spent pretty much all that game watching it, thinking if they had just played seventy-five percent as well as this, tried seventy-five oh. percent as hard as this the whole season, they'd be fine now. Absolutely yeah, fine. Is there an argument that it's Rafa Benitez correcting the basic mistakes, and that you know he yeah. is obviously the no, but, I, but it's the same player, Jim. Oh, absolutely. There but, is a bit of that. But you know, the, the, the manager obviously is dictating what the players do, and it's, it's difficult for us to know exactly what that is. No, but they, can it be they, a they weren't trying. Really? They weren't oh, I, trying. I know they weren't, but mate, you know, it's, it's, I think maybe Benitez deserves some credit. Is what I'm saying because he's he coming and he's clearly made a difference. He does, but there, but there are there are mistakes and there. Are tactical issues and there, but then there's also the basic stuff that every player at that level should be doing. Mm. And if or linesmen. Yeah, well, well absolutely. <laughs> absolutely right as well, by the way. That's, you're right about the Man City goal. Um, I don't think the, the officiating was very good during that game generally, but that goal particularly was poor. But when it comes to the players themselves, and if it takes a new manager to come in for them to go, oh God, we might be out in our area, we might be in the championship, I mean, they, then they need to have a look at themselves. But I maintain... Um, that they, they should have really won that game. I mean, they, they played very, very well. It's the best I've seen them play this season mm. when you take into account who the opposition was. Um, and so Liverpool probably won't have it all their own way, but they are in very, very good form themselves. Are you saying the 4 3 is on? It, it, it's you know, possible. After the it? Dortmund game, it's possible. Resurgent, but Newcastle, Rafa, I mean, emotions I, high. I, I mean, it's they, not the maddest shout. I know they beat Swansea 3 0. But I think he will go very, very cagey, Rafa Benitez, and they should do because they 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 look more solid against Man City, and that's a base for them to build on. But two, you know, two players that he's taken out of that team for those two 
better performances and results are Shelby and Mitrovic, mm. the ones who look like they could provide some kind of but, creative and goal-scoring touch for Newcastle. That, yeah, but that said, when Mitrovic came on, he almost scored the winner, and Zabaleta did, basically performed the best header from a fullback I've seen this season. The ball was whipped in. And um, at the far post, Mitrovic um, rose like a salmon, but Zabaleta nipped in there. Yeah. Mitrovic had about four or five inches on him Big um, and, and had timed his run as well. So he had to run on him and Zabaleta still managed to get his head to it. So Mitrovic can be busy when he comes on. He, he scored a couple against Norwich, was it, when he came on as well? Mm. Um, so he can change a game. But you're right about Shelby. Um, I think Benitez has gone back to basics to, to, in that way. And, and they do look a little, a little bit more robust, which is much needed. But I still maintain that, really, that the quality they've got in their team, if you, if you watch a Newcastle game on TV, see the team's line-up, oh, yeah. Newcastle's team is all right. It's actually not, mm. it's not amazing, but it's yeah. not that bad. <laughs> that's, I think that's the point, isn't it? So it'd be an interesting one. Uh, but I wonder to, how Benitez um, will be, will be uh, received by Liverpool fans. Oh, oh they love well. him there. They, they absolutely yeah. love him, yeah. If he's received well at Valencia, I'd imagine it'd be the same yeah. at Liverpool. How will uh, Arsene Wenger be received at Sunderland? Jim. Um, with, with frosty hostility, as is the norm. <laughs> Tony Pulis and Sam Allardyce in the space of four days. Just what we need. Just what we need, guys. To cement that third, fourth, fifth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Playing on Thursday night, which we may have to get used to. Um, yeah, actually, you know, it's, it's interesting. Sam Allardyce has a reputation as someone being able to, to beat Arsene Wenger. He's only actually beat him four times out of 28 meetings, but the thing is, there's been seven draws in those 28 meetings mm. as well, and that's the thing. He's going to get in a draw. So Jim, we've got a stack clash here stat clash because I've got five wins for Allardyce five wins yeah and mm. seven draws against right. against Wenger's Arsenal he's Either not won as the, much as people may think, think. No, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah that's the point a lot of those really it. went through that phase of um, of beating him at Bolton where Giannacopoulos scored every single goal <laughs> yeah do you remember that Giannacopoulos just getting goals against Arsenal for I, fun I, I think people probably mix up Bolton Allardyce's Bolton and Pulis's Stoke maybe I mean, yeah, I think they, they think that Arsenal don't like that style because yeah. clearly, which is true yeah. so fair enough clearly those managers compared notes yeah. which they will have done <laughs> this is, <laughs> which they might be doing right now oh yeah over some giggles and some ale, uh, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> some it's absolutely, absolutely a perfect time for Arsenal to have been shown to be really weak from crosses, isn't it? Abs- absolutely perfect. Allardyce and Pulis won't know what to do with that information. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's, uh, this is going to be a tough couple of games, but Arsenal just absolutely have to dig it out and, yeah. and win it. The, the Emirates is going to be very weird against West Brom, which I know we're not talking about because it would have happened by the time this comes out. Because there's going to be a lot, of, a lot of fans not turning up by the sounds of it. And you you're know, going, though, aren't you, Jim? I am. Yeah, yeah. Uh, from you the don't Sims. Mind. No, I don't find. I don't mind fun them to make me depressed um, so um, so yeah it's, it's, it's going to be an interesting one I think the West Brom game will, will have a big impact on, on how Sunderland goes because if Arsenal win it a little bit more momentum and you know Sunderland needs something don't they and, and Arsenal have shown it in recent yeah. weeks that they, they, they are always second best in terms of being up for it yeah. so. but Sunderland will look at that and think we can get something mm. and, the, and, and of course they can you look at the, the teams down there that have them Palace you know could have won the game at the end, uh, yeah. uh, even though Arsenal were the better side in, in the duration. Um, it is interesting, though, down there in the relegation scrap. Newcastle getting that point. Sunderland and Newcastle getting wins, of course. Sunderland, yeah. that win against Norwich was huge. Sunderland are in the ascendancy, and they're out to yeah. evens with Bet365 to be relegated now. So They don't um, lose as many £10 games. £10 on that, you'll, you'll, buy, you'll, you'll double your money. Um, they have got some tough games, though, Sunderland. Yeah. I mean, they, they play Arsenal, as you said, Jim, uh, this weekend and they play Stoke away as well and they play Chelsea they play Everton and they're away to Watford on the final day So, but they have got a game in hand yeah. down there don't forget they've yeah. played one game fewer than both Norwich and uh, and Newcastle at the time of recording mm. um, I, it's, I think it's fairly hard to see them beating Arsenal I, I know, even though I know it's at the Stadium of Light I just think winning yes drawing 
Well, that's okay, it, that's another. That's that's, a, that's that's another point. Potentially, I could see well, that. It would happen. be another point. Yeah, it would be <laughs> exactly what's needed. I think. I think. I think this is an after win, though. I, I don't know. I, I hate doing predictions on this show because I made to look like an idiot. Even though we have a bet of the week, but I yeah, but I still think <laughs> Arsenal will win this game. I don't even think about it. Um, <laughs> Go on, Jim. Please give I, us a prediction. I would. Lo- Go on. I, I predict that I will be very happy if Arsenal. <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> no, give us a prediction, no, and we'll no. pick this up on no, the. You on... give me a prediction. Yeah, you, uh, yeah. Go on. You do it. Spells. I think one all. One all. Okay. One all. Go on, Jim. No, please. No. Why? For the listeners' sake. No, for don't my disres- sake. Don't I'm, disrespect the listeners. No, I'm Jim. disrespecting you. <laughs> I'm, I'm comfortable. They are fine with. I'm comfortable. Trust with that. me. Um, but, <laughs> can, can we get your predictions in? Show at the football ramble, and we'll see what happens. Can we take in? Can we take a moment to just enjoy? Uh, I'm speaking to Marcus here, particularly Jim. <laughs> yeah. Just enjoy Big Sam's grin if they are to get anything out of the game. <laughs> Do you think? Do you think Big Sam genuinely does hate Wenger? Yeah, I think he does. Yeah, he said in his autobiography, doesn't he? he finds him really arrogant, and he used to enjoy annoying him. So <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it's any secret. Like, who is it? Who is it? He was saying um, they won the FA Cup last season. It had nothing to do with him. Was that? Was that? Um, Benitez. He said about Benitez. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So Allardyce does genuinely hate Wenger as well. I thought it was just a more, sort way. of thaw on the side. I, th- type I stuff. think there's been a bit of a thawing uh, in, in recent times, but you know they used, used to clash a lot, didn't they? Um, so yeah, I, I, what I do think will happen is that there will be a lot of crosses and a lot of knockdowns for Jermaine Defoe and that um, that will be where Arsenal struggle if, okay. uh, if that's how it plays out there we are um, Leicester City there at home to Swansea the Swans are, are down there as well but they, they should be okay with their points tally already but it's all about Leicester there that, that they will be Vardy-less mm, and yeah. they need points because Spurs put out such a statement against they Stoke they certainly did and Vardy brings points doesn't he he does he, he's, um, he's the most important player to, uh, to his respective team in the Premier League this season he's got 22 goals this season which have been worth 21 mm. points according to Opta but he has actually only scored 7 in his last 19 for Leicester yeah. he's, he's had a quieter second half of the season I know he he's has. important and he puts on assists and he, mm. and he runs the channels and it makes it a lot easier for Leicester as a whole but in terms of goal scoring he's not been in the prolific form he was in the yeah. first half of the yeah. season but Okazaki and Ojoa have both shown that they can step up mm-hmm. when they need to which, which is that was a know. big penalty by Ojoa mm, really big was. penalty but again it, it does it changes the way they play a lot because Vardy's so quick that their counter-attacking is, is you know, is, is based all around that. And, mm. you know, as Okazaki and Ojoa, um, you know, are by no means slouches, but they're, they're not at that same sort of pace. So it'd be True. interesting. And, you know, Swansea are having a rough season, but I think there's danger there. They're a better team than they've shown. And mm. you, you get to this stage of the season, we're seeing it with Sunderland and Newcastle picking up points where it's like the reality of the situation dawns on them mm. and, they, and they start to pick up. And Swansea are probably safe, but not being completely safe might still have that same effect on them. In Sigurdsson and um, and and Bafatembi Gomez, they've they've got goal threat in there as well, and I wonder also how um, how Huth and Morgan will react to sort of having the eyes on them uh, with what happened with the referee yeah. at the weekend, because you know they are both very sort of tough, bustly players, especially at corners. Everyone's going to be keeping an eye on that. Everyone's going to be keeping an eye on how the referee deals with that. So is that going to you know knock them a little bit? They, they smashed Swansea at Swansea, didn't they? Murray's got a hat trick against them. It's three nil. And Swansea, I know what you're saying, Jim, because when they pulled out that win against Chelsea, it was like, where did that come from, sort of thing? Yeah. You know, they, they are capable of that. But their record at, at Leicester is very poor. They, they've not won the last 11 games at Leicester. Yeah. Um, so you would fancy Leicester to have too much for them. But we don't know how Leicester are going to react. Leicester have been um, essentially coming through tests every single week. That's right. Because it's got harder and harder for them emotionally and, and in terms of concentration and pressure to keep delivering. Mm. And there's another test for them this weekend after what Spurs did on Monday. Mm-hmm. And Spurs obviously play after Leicester again this weekend. So 
every single time we sort of think, oh, they're question marks about how Leicester are going to react. Yeah. And every time they come through it, but they're coming through it sort of more slimmer and slimmer yeah. margins. Yeah. Um, I do think Leicester will close out. They only need, uh, we talked about this before we came on out. They only really need to win twice more, I think, really. Well, three times, definitely. Yeah, but tw- twice out of four, and one of, and two of those games are home to get, against teams they really should beat. Mm-hmm. So you would fancy them to, um, to do it, but... It could be very, very, very interesting indeed mm-hmm. this time next I mean, week. obviously there's a little assumption there that Spurs won't win the rest of their games. I, I don't think Spurs will win every game. Mm-hmm. I, I think I can see them winning three and drawing one. I can see them drawing at Stamford Bridge. Yeah. But if, if they, look, if they do win every single game, they probably deserve to win the title because that is of key course. form at the right time. So you can't argue with that. Right. Um, but I also heard today that Vardy and Leicester have decided not to um, appeal against the, um, the um, right. FA charge. So they're going to open themselves up to Vardy probably getting another game banned. So he probably is going to be out for two now at time of recording. Which will be away to Manchester United. Yeah. But then they would perhaps adapt their game a little bit there. I mean, the the, the encouraging thing... Against Man City, you mean? Yeah, maybe. I mean, the encouraging thing for Manchester United is when Ajo has been called upon just off the top of my head, you know, he has scored a few goals. I mean, he's only scored mm. a few goals, but he's made a vital contribution and he scored winning goals and equalising goals. And the way he stepped up and took that penalty, he's not lacking confidence, yeah. which is which is encouraging. And I mean, this them. has been Leicester's thing, isn't it? They're not a one-man team, however it might look, no. you know, look in, a, in a sense. They're absolutely not. They've got quality all over the pitch. Certainly not, Jim. Uh, we are going to talk <clears> more about uh, them footballs after this. Heads up, it's the Ramblers. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome back to the Football Ramble preview show sponsored by Bet365. Before we talk about FA Cup, did you hear about Rochdale? No. And Gillingham, they drew one all this week. During a break in play, the Rochdale PA announcer said that someone had left their car headlights on and the Roch- Rochdale midfielder, Callan Camps, lovely name, uh, heard the announcement and realised it was his car. Wow. <laughs> did he have his keys in his pocket? <laughs> with a key, yeah, with yeah. keys in his sock? I knew I forgot to do something. <laughs> That's fantastic. That is weird. Do you think footballers listen to the 
to the PA. Well, it's lucky he did. Evidently, yeah. yeah. Lucky they, he did. They say they zone it, zone it all out, don't they? But evidently not. Yeah. yeah. I, I imagine in the middle of the game he was saying to the coach on the bench, right, third hook in the dressing room along, in my jacket yeah. pocket, the inside <laughs> yeah. pocket. Oh, that's where you keep yeah. While making tackles as well. Yeah. Professional to the Because he's in midfield. It's a key yeah. moment, right? It's not that he's up front and he can just rest on these hills for a bit. Yeah. He's got to get right amongst it. That's funny. But it did get sorted. That's, I love that every Good. so often because football is obviously so professionalised these days. But sometimes in the lower leagues, these things come up and you think, yeah. Still the game I used to know and love. That's right. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Could still make it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I can certainly listen. I'm very proficient at leaving my headlights on my car. <laughs> that's all it takes. Uh, let's talk about the FA Cup semi-finals. Then it's that time again. Everton versus Manchester United at Wembley. Everton didn't get a good result against Liverpool. They were hammered. Quite frankly, Martinez looks like he's struggling. Some of the players looking like they've lost a bit of faith in him. Everton are Jekyll and Hyde, and the reason I say that is because they're so poor in the Premier League. Um, their home record, I think only Aston Villa have, scored, have won fewer games than them at home this season. That's in the crazy, league. isn't it? So in Awful. the league, they've been very, very poor. But in the FA Cup, they they literally haven't conceded a goal, Graham. They literally haven't, Rude. Yeah. So, I mean, they pulled out that result against Chelsea, beat them 2-0, and they looked good. It's not good enough for me, um, Clive. No? It's the, well, you can't ask for any more than that, can you? <laughs> so you, you wonder whether actually their name might be on the trophy this year. Yeah. You never know. Nah, you never know. They're, they're 10 to 3, 3 6 5 And Martinez, he knows how to win the cup, Jim. Well, he does, but I, I but don't wonder about this. Well, yeah, I do, they are, they're not in good form. They're slightly demoralised. The Liverpool defeat is clearly taking a toll on them. Martinez, yeah. after the game, said it, it felt awful. Liverpool and, just knocking it about. Yeah. Like just, having a walk in the just park. Like the, the, the Merseyside Globetrotters. Just having a <laughs> lovely old time. There was one moment where they knocked about 14 passes around with volleys and, and everyone was cheering yeah and Lucas had a shot which is obviously terrible because he never scores and, yeah. it, and it cut to the bench and he clops out laughing having a yeah. great old time <laughs> like it was some sort of like 40th birthday yeah. party yeah but like, um, disrespectful to a historic turned into a training ground match yeah, yeah we, we already got the point with that didn't it Coutinho's goal was like the most casual sort of 25 yarder you're ever going to see it's, drink, just, it's drink, easy for them by if the Klopp really wanted to be disrespectful should he have just started chucking out bibs for them to put on <laughs> cones <laughs> like walking the pitch putting cones out <laughs> <laughs> well, this was finished ages yeah. ago. That's probably why Funes Mori got so angry and got mm. himself sent off because Leic- uh, Liverpool were just taking the mickey out. Yeah. It was a horrendous tackle. Terrible. Mm. And it's, yeah. it's sad to see because it looks like Origi might be injured and he's just coming into form and he, obviously a young player, only 21 yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah. Very, very nasty, that. Only Christian Benteke is going to be relieved by that. Well, quite. I, I, I get to play for Belgium. And I wonder, just given what we talked about with Vardy, the fact that Vardy's going to get an, probably going to get an extra game van for being abusive to a referee and clearly we realise that that's not acceptable and we, we don't endorse that. If a player goes out, to, goes out to injure a player like that, and it's clear mm. for everyone to see, he goes out to hurt the guy. You can yeah. see he's done that. Surely he should be he should be pulled up in front of the beak for that as well. Because yeah. that's more that's more damaging. Yeah, isn't it? Yeah, I'm sure we yeah. will see. Funes Mori may break my bones, but Fardy's words will never hurt me. Okay, quite. <laughs> That, in a weird way, that's actually correct. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what, exactly the point I was making. Thank you. Um, I, I must say, I can't see anything other than a Man United win here. I just, I just think they've, they've, they've got mean, what they need. They've been so convincing. Maybe some, yeah, maybe some Rashford heroics at Wembley. Hey, that'd be nice. Mm. Well, me, they've, got, they've got more momentum, haven't they? Man United have only lost one of their last four, five in the league, and that was against the, uh, the the barn burners that mm. are Spurs. Yeah, a massive three 0 win. It's not the league though, is it, mate? No, it's not. Straight yeah. Everton haven't considered the goal in the league in the cup yet, as I've, as I've already said. Mm. And, and maybe actually Everton, you know, a bit of a departure away from Goodison Park. It's a day out for everyone. There might mm. be a bit more of a positive atmosphere, uh-huh. and that could work in their favour. And their famous fan, Speedo Mick, will be there. Speedo Mick, yeah, we've yeah. seen him on the telly. He's, he's walked speedos. all the way down. There, he'll probably be asleep, wouldn't he? He's <laughs> treat, treat yourself to a beer. Yeah. I've just walked five hundred miles. I'm having a, I'm having a uh, eleven days. Going to crash for charity. He's walked eleven days from Liverpool to wow. Wembley. Staying in hotels. Imagine if he misjudged it and he turned up a day late. 
<laughs> that wouldn't be ideal, would it? Wouldn't no. be funny, Jim. No. It's for charity. Mm. Crying out loud. Um, I think, what if uh, Manchester United won the cup and finished fourth? Would that be a good season for them? I mean, it would be Arsenal's traditional season. Yeah, well, <laughs> over the last two years, which has been successful. Yeah. Um, I, I think you you can't say it wouldn't be, really. No clubs... Uh, no club can sniff at winning a trophy. I think, especially with a you know the recent history of Man United, it'd, it'd be a step in the right direction. Van Hal would give it the big one, like they just won the treble. And, and United haven't won the FA Cup for a very long time. Yeah. But the, but the, the point is though that Van Gaal's either going to be there one more season, or he's not going to be there beyond this summer. Mm. So there's no there's no sort of long term planning in place no. as far as I know yet, unless yeah. they're going to give gigs the job. So while it would be a good, um, th- there are positives about Van Gaal. I mean, if they, if they if they lift the FA Cup, that's clearly a big positive. First yeah. FA Cup for a while. He's brought young players through. Yeah, a lot of that's been enforced on him by injury I know that but he has to be fair to him he, but he has done that in the past he, yeah he has he, I mean he brought Clivet through for the first well, time I mean his Ajax side was, was ridiculously young did he give um, Xavi in the yesterday debuts as well oh he might have done he, he definitely gave um, Clivet his debut okay. and so he's brought he's, he's got a history of bringing these players through he's brought Rashford through he's done well yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Fosie Mensa. So yeah so looking back on it I, mean, I think history might treat him a bit more kindly if he wasn't so combative in his, um, in his press <laughs> conferences I think maybe he might get a little bit more That's of a it, bit yeah. of slack yeah well, yeah, if, I mean, if they won the cup and finished fourth, then yeah. leave in the summer, let Jose take over. It's, it's funny with, with Van Gaal, <laughs> isn't it? Because people think that he's all, constantly on the verge of losing the, prop, uh, losing the plot because he's so combative in, in press conferences, as you say. But he's always been like that. It's completely <laughs> yeah. consistent. But he's just a bit older now, I think that's what it is. Yeah. But, it, but, the, but his team's not winning, winning the league and, and cleaning up like they did at Barcelona and Bayern. Yeah, and of course, but there's strangely been very little change in his demeanour. Yeah, I know I, I, I know what you're saying. In the other semi-final, of course, the Palace against uh, Watford. Apparently, Big Pards had a meeting uh, with his players during their slump where he admitted to making mistakes and invited the players to give him honest feedback. He said, tell me exactly what you're feeling here, which is quite, <laughs> quite a brave thing to do in one yeah. sense. Um, Pardew said uh, about the players being able to speak their minds, well, according to the media, I don't take any criticism because it's all about me, of course. So very rarely will I accept criticism. This sounds like it happened at 2am in Crystals. Yeah. <laughs> Around the table, no, yeah. no, no come, come on, be honest, be honest. Tell you me. can say what you want yeah. now. No, don't tell the DJ to put the music down. I can hear you. What, uh, what, what? And it probably wasn't the players; it was their wives. Yeah, and it was. Do you still think I've got it? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? What do you think of this shirt? I'm distancing myself from that. Do you like my shoes? <laughs> mm. What about the cologne? <laughs> Too much? Should I just go with one? <laughs> Is there a smell clash? <laughs> yeah. Do you, uh, no, I'm not going to say that. No, go on. No, because, because, I because literally can't. This is a battle between <laughs> managers. I mean, because Kike Sanchez Flores is the suave man that Pardew thinks he is. No, he's no, the Phil man Brown. Who think Phil Brown That's how Phil Brown he thinks he, thinks he Pardew, looks, isn't it? Pardew would, if Pardew could have a chance, he would love to be Kike Sanchez Flores. Come For on, a day. He'd have a brilliant time. I, yeah. think, I, think, I, think, I know what you mean, but I think Pardew is slightly different look, and I think he's happy with his look. You reckon? Yeah. Very happy with himself. Very much. If he's so. made of chocolate, he'd eat himself in the old parts. Yeah. If he's, made, if he's made of... Uh, if, if, he's he's made, if he's an ice cream, he'd lick himself. If he's made of bourbon, he'd drink himself up. <laughs> would he? Yeah. <laughs> Did you, you got any more? No, um, <laughs> if he's a sweet I think potato, just, he'd mash himself. Hey, he's just happy being the king. <laughs> if he's a sweet potato, <laughs> he'd, he'd mash, mash himself. himself. And then eat himself. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's move on swiftly. If he was a Yorkshire pudding, he'd pour gravy all over himself, wouldn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Jim no that's enough because right. I've actually got a serious point I want to make which oh, is that um, these two it. teams are quite evenly matched they are and it's a very tough game to call I can remember pa- um, Palace beating Watford 
at Watford and Zaha was absolutely fantastic that game yeah. and Kabaye scored a penalty it was 1-0 um, but actually I was looking it up and Watford beat Palace at Celeste Park so it's yeah. very very evenly matched yeah. it's a fascinating one this isn't it because there isn't there's not a clear favourite uh, obviously Watford are higher in the league but both have been struggling a little bit in terms of results and it, it's, it's, it's hard to know how this is going to go isn't it because both have nothing to lose and both have everything to lose so will it be cagey will it be really open How, yeah. how how's it going to go Marcus yeah I mean if Pardew was a check he'd cash himself in <laughs> he would I don't know Old I think I, I don't, four days is too long for Pardew <laughs> I, he would I, pay for himself by contactless he would. have I cleared yet have I cleared yet <laughs> Can I draw on these yeah. funds? Get when, his guns out. When you're the king, you're clear when you want. <laughs> I don't know. I think this could be a better one than the other game, actually, because it has the potential to be a slugfest. Both teams, I think they might Little be a bit, slugfest. Well, yeah, I think both teams, I think Watford will play it quite cagey and try and frustrate Palace, because I think Palace, on paper, certainly, have maybe got a little bit more going forward, although... If you know Deeney is uh, such a been such a good player for Watford and Igalo, although he's been off, off the boil a little bit, I think I think they could set up to frustrate Palace, and, and then but I could see in the second half that glorious moment you know in a big FA Cup match. Hopefully the sun's out at Wembley, yeah. where both teams suddenly just go. This is there for the taking, mm. and it's suddenly the, the 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 gloves come away and the punches start start raining down on each other. I think it could be a good one. Yeah, it, into it, the second half though, really could. I would love to see Jason Punch and get the winner because scoring that goal meant so much to him yeah. a couple of weeks ago, and it's it's interesting to see a human side of a footballer like that, and it's, it'd be a great moment for him. It's true, but 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 I don't think he will. No, because we're, I bet the week with bet three six five is going to be Manchester United and Watford to both go through inside ninety minutes in yeah. the FA Cup semi finals. Yep. That is around five to one. So our fifty-pound stake uh, will net us around three hundred pounds, uh, including the stake, of course. So a two hundred fifty-pound profit, um, with all proceeds going to Prostate Cancer UK. So, yeah. uh, but please remember, you must be over the age of eighteen to bet, and you must gamble responsibly. And for more information on responsible gambling, you should go to gambleaware.co.uk. Absolutely right. I, I think that's a decent bet because I think Manchester United, well, they do have more than Everton, obviously, and that, and Everton, off the back of that result, I think their tails will be between their legs a little bit. Uh, but uh, I, I, Watford and Palace, I say, is the harder one to call, but I do think Watford will, will come through there. I think Sanchez Flores will set up his team and he'll, he'll out-tactic Pardew. Um, do we have any correspondence? You've got a fair few emails continuing on the theme of, of celebrity spots, and some of these Lovely. have got um, photo evidence. So, I mean, I'm going to read Ooh. you a couple of emails and you may be tempted to say, oh, I don't know if that actually happened. Well, the photos are here. So it That's did, Jim's head on it, someone else's no, body. No, it did happen. <laughs> Jim's emails don't get through anymore. No. Um, first up, though, we've got this one. Hi, guys. I'd like to respond to your email from Mark on Monday's show. Oh. Um, you know, Mark, who was complaining about us. Mark Speller. Uh, no, not much, but I don't think. Um, he said, I too am from Australia, and I've also been listening to the show for about four years. However, that is where the similarities end. I am a Fulham fan, and I very much enjoy your treatment of Chelsea this year. I'm happy to drink, <laughs> I'm happy to drink my pint, order another, and stay for the lock-in. I'm not going anywhere. Good lad. Best yeah. regards, Andre, but you can call me Brett. Thank you, Brett. Um, so a bit, a bit of support from the Australian faction of our of our listenership there. Nice um, here we go. This is from Liam Corbett, and he does start by saying, sorry, this is a bit long, so I'll go through it as quick as I can. He said, my email won't beat the Pele spot, but I'm going to tell it nonetheless. I was the best man on the stag do in Vegas, and while at, the po- while at, a, par pool- while at a pool party at the MGM, uh, the DJ announced that his main man, the greatest soccer player in the world, Ronaldinho, is in the house. Oh, oh. 
full of money. Um, so a group of us got hold of a beach ball and tried to impress his entourage near the VIP area. I we, love it. Look, couldn't even get to him. Yeah. The entourage <laughs> is so thick, you've just got to impress them one by That's one. That's the first yeah. time they open, like <laughs> the sea for Moses. It's like an end of level boss. You don't get to roll there till the end. Uh, he said, anyway, the party was coming to an end, and as we were leaving, the groom said that because I was his best man, it was my duty to go and get mm. us to meet him. Um, so we walked up to security and explained uh, the situation, um, and, and he wasn't having any of it, and said that Ronaldinho wanted privacy and, and all that stuff. But at that exact moment, Ronaldinho appeared and waved us in. Oh, wow. He was only too happy to have a photo with the groom after hiding any trace of alcohol from the shot. <laughs> <laughs> that, took a, that took about five um, minutes. Yeah. He didn't speak much English, but after taking the photo, I walked over to him, um, shook his hand and asked him when he was going to sign for West Ham. Presumably he's a West Ham fan. He, and apparently Ronaldinho then, and there's a photo to prove this, made the crossed hammer sign with his arms. Wow. There you go. He said, I had no idea I need a sign, but we hung around for a bit and, he, and uh, were invited out to a club later that night by his friends who spoke English. Um, they were all very nice. It was an awesome day and and. and, and and it was great to meet him. So there you go. And did, they a photo go here. did they go to the club? They sounds like they did. Wouldn't you love to go just go out on the on the wreck with Ronaldinho? Part of me would, and the other part of me might think that, that normality would just change forever. Yeah, they say maybe it's best, best to keep away. But they from also that. say you shouldn't meet your heroes. You, know, you never know. Absolutely. You might be disappointed. But apparently Ronaldinho's a very nice man. I got this from Josh Kilminster as well. He says a few. That's years... a great one, by the way. It Thank was. you very yeah, much. It's for brilliant. That. It's, it's a, it this section is a who's who. We had Pele, we had Ronaldinho, we had all yeah. sorts. I'm about to give you another one. I'm about to give you a name. Toby Anstis, don't forget. Possibly him. even bigger. Go on. Go on. Possibly even bigger from Josh Kilminster. He says, a few years ago, I went on holiday to Turkey uh, and it was the same year that um, of the World Cup in, in South Africa, so 2010. Mm. Sitting in the amphitheatre, the holiday rep made it blatantly obvious that Howard Webb... No way. Howard Webb was sitting in there. Oh, my God. Uh, minutes later, he stormed out after what seemed like the whole hotel swarmed around him asking for pictures because, of course, he had, he had just refereed the, the World Cup he final. Did. For the rest of the holiday, he was followed around the swimming pool by tens of kids squirting in with water pistols, <laughs> while his own kids looked rather dejected by the fact that he was spending more time with some random children Aww. than his own. My brother and I entered a raft-building competition later in the week, and we were put up against him and his daughter, and we won. Yeah! Aww. Their raft was shit. <laughs> he says, if you don't believe me, here's a rather aw- awkward-looking 13-year-old me with Howard Webb, just for further proof. And it's in there. It's in there. That's wow. fantastic. I, I'm liking the photo evidence. It really it really adds a level to this game. Mm. Uh, would you like to hear one without any photo evidence? <laughs> Yeah, go on. <laughs> this is really quick uh, from David Abbott. Uh, he says, I just want to share the time I met Stuart Pearce at Reading Festival. Oh, wow. Uh, it was a Sunday evening and I was eagerly waiting to see Noah in the way. I went out of the corner of my eye. I spotted none other than Psycho himself. Fueled with the confidence that only a few days worth of cheap cider can provide, I stumbled <laughs> over the foot to the former England captain and loudly asked him, are you Stuart Pearce? Yes, he replied. Sadly, I hadn't thought this far ahead of the conversation, <laughs> so I just patted him on the arm, said well done and walked off. <laughs> Ah, fair enough. He says, best regards, hugs and kisses, David Abbott. Thank you very much, uh, Andre So keep those coming in. We're going we're gonna to have enough for a team sooner or later. Yeah. Ronaldinho, Pele, Stuart Pearce, Harold Webb to reference. Toby Anstis. Yeah. Anstis, he can be on the bench if Don't he wants. Don't forget Anstis. He can present it, the show. He's in the broom cupboard. Yeah, okay, Mar- yeah. <laughs> Marvellous stuff. Um, uh, well, that is the end of the uh, Football Ramble preview show sponsored by Bet365. Thank you very much. Get your emails in. Show at thefootballramble.com. Of course, um, uh, we'll be back uh, next week. Have a lovely weekend. Say goodbye, Jim. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Luke. Goodbye. And it's goodbye from me. Hold up. 
mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.